Red with M.A. Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I got Tyler Bowe in the house. Hey, hey. The best intern slash MMA, I don't know, encyclopedia. CB Gold is here. What's up, guys? And we have the beautiful, uh, you have 1-0, right? 1-0 yep. fighter. Shaney Rush is with us, who's got a fight coming up. Probably one of the hottest women in MMA and around. Uh, a lot of times women are hot. Like, you're like, there's like a, you know... For like comedians, you're like, yeah, he he's hot for a comic, uh, and, and a lot of times for fighters, like, yeah, she's hot for a fighter, but she's legit hot for hot. Oh, so um, I want to thank our sponsor, D Cipher, D I hyphen Cipher. It is a company created to help you optimize your life. Look, people, I've been saying it for weeks now. D Cipher is the lifestyle firm designed to help you make your everyday life easier. They specialize in individualized consulting designed to help you maximize your potential. Call for strategic advising and support, whether it's for help with a short-term focus goal or for coaching or long-term management. Among other services, they offer life coaching, mental coaching, contract negotiations, personal advising. Look, not sure your needs fall into their realm of expertise? There's only one way to find out. Call them today at 1-888-731-COACH. That's 1-888-731-2622. Also, Decipher Life is their newly released audio book, and it's now available for download. If you want to make a truly a positive change in your life, you need to hear this book. You can download Decipher Life from iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, or directly from their website on di-cipher.com. I recommend this book to everybody. It's fucking hilarious. and has truly honest insight to everyday problems we all face. And it's an audio form. You can listen anywhere. Also, tip a fighter. Look, fighters are underpaid. We got to help make these fighters more money, okay? So now we can do something about it. We can tip them. We can give them money. Tipafighter.com. Fighters, you're out there. You're busting your ass, okay? You're working two, three jobs. Why not join Tip a Fighter and have the fans reward you for all your hard work? A lot of hard work you're doing. We need to give you some money. So go to Tipafighter.com at Tipafighter. Boom. I just got back from Vegas uh, Saturday. I was. It's been a crazy, crazy week. I, I after the show, I actually went. We had a show Wednesday. I had a show that night at some bar gig. Eric Allegria's crazy bar gig, and uh, it was one of those gigs where I pull into the gig and there's like a, a, a there's like the garage opens in the back. I'm like, oh, there's parking in the back. Next thing you know, I'm stuck behind the gig. Okay, it actually the garage closes and I'm in some residential place and I can't get out. And some guy's like, "Yo, you need help getting out?" I'm like, "Yeah, can you help me?" He goes, "Sucks for you. Guess you're gonna have to wait till someone leaves." So now I'm knocking on people's doors, right? Going, "Hey, can you please help me out?" And so some guys like thinks I'm like robbing him. Wait, this he, is like a gated community. It's a gated community in the back of a bar. Like, so I got stuck. I got stuck. I'm like, "What if no one's here?" I got. I have a flight at seven in the morning. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna miss my fucking flight to Vegas. So luckily, some guy let me out. Then I'm doing the bar gig, and then all of a sudden I hear from the crowd, "Did you ever get out?" That fucking guy. <laughs> so, so then, an asshole. So I tell the whole bar the story what happened. They're all yeah. dying laughing because they know exactly what happened. Uh, so that was good. But it was one of those gigs where I'm like, I have to go from the stage, and everyone's like, "No, stay." That's always the best. People yeah. want you to stay. Yeah. You know. So that was uh, that was that. Then I flew to Vegas the next morning. I saw Gina. The girl I'm dating. Uh, she's hot. She's I hot. Oh, look at you. Yeah. Like, that's, that's always good when hot girls think your girl's hot. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, she, she's a very attractive girl. We, we have a lot of fun together. She's super cool. Uh, and I showed that night, right? So, uh, which I saw CB on the way over there. Uh, and it's at the LA Comedy Club. The whole place holds 150. I'd say 150 showed up. I, I like, I maxed it out. Yeah. Which was great. And uh, it was fun. Like, 
John Alessio came, who's never seen me perform. And I love John Alessio. I'm a big fan of him. But he's now becoming a, a, a cop, which I like knew that. He's joined the police department. So I'm like, hey, I'm on stage. I'm like, John, I hear you're going to be a cop. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, good. You can finally beat someone. Oh, so oh, everybody man. was going nuts. And then uh, no chokes, though. Tell him no chokes. <laughs> and then Randy Couture was in the back with his beautiful girlfriend, uh, uh, Mindy. And so I was like, I was saying, Randy, it's nice that you brought your granddaughter to the show. Oh. <laughs> and then I was like, Randy, you know, you're a legend. You've beaten so many, so many, you know, you've beaten Chuck Liddell. You've beaten Tito Ortiz. You've beaten Alzheimer's. Uh, it's like, I was just, I was going nuts. It was, I was having a blast. It was a lot. Of, and then Sarah McMahon actually was there. So I mentioned Sarah is fucking jacked. I mean, she has these arms. And then I didn't, I don't know. I always think of her as a really sweet girl. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really make fun of her. And then she texts me, hey, that show was awesome. You know you can make fun of me. Please make fun of me. So I was like thinking of Sarah McMahon jokes the whole week. And, I, and then I ran into her. I'm like, you know, Sarah McMahon's arms are so big. The last five guys she jerked off lost her cocks. Oh my God. Oh. So, but uh, but I, I happened to, I, I like Sarah a lot. So I saw Sarah and I saw Heather Joe Clark. And then I had a meeting with Fight Pass, which went really well. Oh, nice. So we're, we're, we're in discussions about some stuff. Was Sage Northcutt there? Sage Northcutt was, yeah, he was there. He's actually the greeter. Uh, he, he was there thanking everybody. I, uh, in the middle of the meeting, he actually brought donuts for everybody. Oh, what a uh, sweetheart. So, so, and then I saw um, Burchek and Mercedes. They, we, we, I went out with them. Me and Gina went out with Anthony and Mercedes and Heather and Heather's boyfriend and uh, some other cool, some cool people. And then uh, the MMA awards, uh, they went really well. I was, uh, the sketches went really well. I was really happy to be there. I was, I was psyched. Uh, I got Hanato booked as a special guest speaker. And that was so fucking funny because he, he did this joke. First of all, people were dying laughing and other people were confused because they didn't know <laughs> if he was a really a 27 time world champion. Like, who is this crazy Brazilian guy? And that made me laugh even harder. Like, yeah. people were laughing at me laughing. Like, people, the whole crowd was looking at me. Like, the whole section was laughing. I was tearing up. He started talking about how Johnny Hendricks and Tyron Woodley got into a wrestling match in, 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 in college. And, uh, and supposedly, uh, Woodley bit Hendricks's hand. And that's why Hendricks won. And then he says, but the reason he bit his hand is because he put barbecue sauce on his hand. Tyron couldn't resist. Oh, huh? it was, and he kept saying Bubba Jenks. Bubba, Bubba Jenks. Jenks. He kept yelling out Bubba Jenks. That was great. Then afterwards, I saw the, the, the uh, Diaz brothers at the after party, which was cool. And I was like, Nate, how come you didn't come to the award show? He's like, I wasn't invited. I'm like, first of all, like, you're not invited to the Last time, last year, I asked him. I'm like, hey, Nate, you want to present an award? He goes, yeah, and I, I want to win one too, even though he wasn't even nominated. <laughs> so like, these guys don't even show up for media events when they're obligated to. So I know that, that but was, it's cool that they were there. That it was cool they were there, and then uh, then but then I flew back the next morning at seven in the morning to coach wrestling for the kids, and the kids did good. They came in second place in the tournament, but the match, the match, everyone wanted. So I think I've talked about this on the show. There's my my best kid, who I'm convinced is like the best kid, one of the best kids in the state. This kid, Max. He, he's a beast, super nice kid, just, just a pleasure to coach. Never had to raise my voice one time in three years. Always wants to work hard. He's, he's so good that like no one else can really get to his level. I have to have the coaches wrestle with him. I have to wrestle with him. With a fucking torn ACL, I'm wrestling with this kid. And uh, so there's, so, but then there's this girl for Shamanad who is a beast. And, I, and I'm talking about a beast. Like she's just huge. And Max beat her the first time, two to one. And she's beaten him the next two times. And I'm like, I, I'm, I'm just thinking she's like a judo champion. I mean, because she, she's just doing upper body throws. She's all upper body. She's, and she's doing things that you're not supposed to do in wrestling. Like, you're on bottom. She's reaching back 
grabbing uh. the head, and her hips are that good where it's working for her. So I actually I asked Ronda Rousey's mom when she was here, how do I defeat this girl? Like, and then she gave me a couple tips. Well, it was the finals, the final match, and uh, it's Max versus her, and they're going at it. And this girl catches him, you know, with, with, with a uh, takedown, with, with a throw, which I'm telling Max, don't lock up. You lock up with this girl, you're getting thrown. That's how powerful she is. Like, yeah. I'm getting thrown as the coach if they lock up. That's how. So, <laughs> so they, they, they lock up, and then she takes him down, and she gets him on the bottom, and she throws in her hooks, uh, like her, her legs, and a rear naked choke. Like, so she starts fucking choking him. So I'm flipping out. I'm like, ref, what's a rear naked choke? And he's like, oh, so he takes away one point. I go, how are you a referee when you're letting kids throw rear naked chokes? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm losing my mind because my kid's getting choked out in the wrestling finals. And then he starts yelling at me, one more, you know, yell at you, you're out of here. Like, he's screaming at me. So uh, Max ends up losing five to four in, like, the final match to this girl. It was a tough match. So afterwards, I Google this girl. I'm like, I'm like maybe there's, maybe, I'm, how do I think that I have this greatest kid? Yeah. I'm like, maybe, so I Google the girl, right? Greco-Roman national champion. She's got a sure dog. Right. She's got a profile on sure dog. Started wrestling when she was five. Became national champion when she was eight. Uh, in the boys and girls division. Wow. Uh, she's, yeah, I mean, so this girl, she's, she's legit. I mean, and of course, and she wrestles, the whole gym was yelling. Her name is Kaja. Kaja. It was like Vision Quest was shooting. <laughs> Basically, like, so this girl. Did Max get a nosebleed? She's, this girl, I mean, she's unbelievable. Like, she's, uh. Uh, yeah, Kaj, her name is her name is Kaja Osteen, at one forty pounds, Long Beach. She she you know and 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 like the Nationals, uh, Greco Roman. She ended up tech falling both beats her opponents two technical falls, 13-0, and pin over tough opponent. Like she's just uh, so I I actually you know I, I, the fact that Max even beat her this year and like the matches he lost, he was winning in the third and then losing, he just got caught with the throws. Yeah, I was like you know what maybe I do have. You know, he's he's wrestling kids on that level. So that was that, uh, you know, but it was still like, you know, he, and then I'm, I'm looking at it. There's like you Google her name like five times. It just keeps going. Five time yeah. national champion, Greco-Roman champion, freestyle champion, like ranked in the country. I'm like, OK, so it's, it's, it's not just I thought she was just some black belt in judo. Yeah. Uh, but uh, which is still really hard. Not yeah. just some black belt in judo. <laughs> but I was like, OK. So then afterwards, after that, I went to the comedy store that night. I had to follow Dane Cook. The show was Judd Apatow, Dane Cook, me, Mark Marin. And uh, it was cool. Like, Dane did 45 minutes. I had to go on after him. He destroyed. And, um, you know, I was so tired, I didn't get in my head. Yeah. I was like, just do my fucking act. Killed it. Then hosted the Ha Ha. Fucking rocked that. And then last night, did a youth hostel uh, in, in Hollywood, which was like, actually, people comics were bombing on this hostel. I got him. It was funny. There was this Asian girl... Uh, I was like, where are you from? Like, no one even spoke English. But some couple, couple people did. She's like, oh, I'm from Korea. I'm like, oh, I've been to Korea. I've been to Seoul. I did comedy for the military there twice. She's like, oh, I hate the Americans there. I hate, I hate the troops. I'm like, you hate the troops now because you don't remember the Korean War. But when fucking Kim Jong fuckhead comes and invades your country, you're not going to ha- hate the American troops so much. And then everyone starts <laughs> applauding and it became this whole thing. And she was laughing. She was super cute. Anyway, enough about me. Tyler, how you doing? I'm good, man. Uh, I just been uh, doing a lot of college gigs lately. I was out in uh, shit. Where was I? I was in Miami. I flew into Miami, did a college there. I came back. I did a show at the Haha uh, and the Ice House this weekend. And uh, I wish I could have joined you in Vegas, but yeah. uh, it didn't work out with scheduling. So it's all good. But uh, glad to be back in the studio, man. Nice. Well, good to have you back, man. And uh, and CB, what's going on with you? 
Uh, spent the week in Vegas. Was uh, getting excited for the fights, even though every, the arena ended up pretty much empty. Really? Oh yeah. They they actually uh, cut out like the last ten rows of the floor and cut out certain sections completely. So when I checked in, they actually moved me up like six rows on the floor. So I was like six or seven rows from the cage. Um, they had one. They had one little section where a lot of fighters were. Anthony Burchek was there. Ryan Benoit. Uh, Alex Chambers was over there. Bunch of that. The fights were really cool. Uh, the only one I didn't see was the Roy Nelson fight. Why? Because I went to get food. Right. Um, <laughs> strangely enough, during the Nelson <laughs> fight, I went to get food, but I heard like, it I wasn't that good. But... Walked out. <laughs> Dude, Stephen Thompson, man. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. That was now, crazy. But... Now you had a run-in with CM Punk. It didn't go very well? I had a run-in with CM Punk. Um, I knew he was coming in on Thursday. So at 3 o'clock when check-in started, I hung out in the casino at the MGM. And I see him walk in with AJ, his wife, and so I waited for him to check in. And I had two 8x10 photos that I wanted to get signed for my 8-year-old nephews. They're huge CM Punk fans. Right. So he checks in, he finishes. Not for you? For the nephews? No, it was definitely for them. Okay. I was going to personalize it to them. <laughs> okay. I just wanted a photo for me, just okay. whatever. But um, So he comes walking by, and I had heard him on Colt Cabana's podcast of how to properly approach him. Right. So I walked up to him, I said, excuse me, Mr. Brooks. I'm Brandon. I'm a very big fan. I was wondering if there'd be any possibility you could sign these two for my nephews. I'm checking into my room and just kept walking. Wow. Then I saw him again at least four times in the next hour. And two of the times he walked by, he looked me dead in the eyes and just kept walking. Wow. Wouldn't even give me the time of day. Next day, same thing. Another friend went up to him. Same thing. Then I found out something that really ticked me off. What's that? That he's in the UFC? Uh, no, I think that <laughs> Mickey Gall is going to take care of that one. Okay. But, um, so I have a friend who is in a wheelchair. Um, he doesn't have a lot of movement. Like he can't really use his hands. He has a caretaker all the time. So he went to weigh-ins. CM came out to take photos and, and uh, sign autographs for fans. And he goes up to my friend who's in his wheelchair and he goes, oh, do you want a photo? Do you want an autograph? He's like, yeah, I'd love a photo, but I can't take a selfie. Can you do it? And CM says, I don't take selfies and just walked off. Wow. I was guy in a wheelchair? Guy in a wheelchair. What I else? Was Did blown he kick three puppies on the way into the... It's horrible. I was blown away. Who that, would have imagined a guy that refers to himself as punk would not be a nice guy? Wow. I, Are you sure that wasn't part of the WWE kind of thing where like, they're making him into a bad guy? The guy in a wheelchair comes out and... You know what? No. No, that's, that's he, horrible. He shouldn't be playing the gimmick anymore. That's, like, that's awful. Damn, man, fuck that. I it, mean, it really bothered me. I mean, I could understand, like, honestly, it, it, he should have said it to you. He should have given you a, any, anybody that ever, at, I'm not CM Punk, but I never refused a picture or anything, obviously. But at that, I mean, you, I could, he's going to his hotel room. Like, I could sort of see it. I, 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 I see why he should have given you a, uh, the autograph and the picture, but I could see it. A guy in a wheelchair, I don't take selfies. Yes. Yeah, sorry, you could break your selfie rule to give a guy in a fucking wheelchair a picture. Well, come on. It, it, was he being like swarmed by people at the time or was it like when I saw him originally there was nobody there because nobody knew he was checking in yeah. I had a source that told me at the weigh-ins the weigh-ins were almost empty with the lineup for the weigh-ins we were there I looked at maybe 2.30 before I headed to a different hotel to go do other things and the line for the weigh-ins was maybe 50 people damn there was like nobody at the weigh-ins and he just, he did that. His wife wasn't helpful either. I mean, I, I don't, they're just like still playing the gimmick. And it's like, yeah, dude, you're not in the WWE that's, that's, anymore. That's, that's whacked. Now, Shaney, let's talk about you for a sec. Hey. So I first met Shaney through Carla Esparza. 
Uh, I thought that you were her. Maybe you guys were lesbians. Uh, no. no. So now she told me you were a fighter, which blows me away. What's what's your story? Where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up actually in L.A. I grew up in Manhattan Beach. Nice. Super old school. Did you LA play sports native. in high school? Uh, I was a competitive surfer in high school. So really? Surf team at Maricosa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And how, how did you do in surfing? Um, I was all right for a girl. I mean, well, yeah. <laughs> no, now were you like a popular kid in uh, high school? What's, uh, what's Look, that matter? I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just wondering. I'm, I'm actually just, I'm, I, I, it seems like you're this hot surfer uh, where, like, where guys really into I, you. I guess. If, mm. All right. So you guess yeah. guys were into you. And then, and then now what, you go to college or? No, I didn't go to college. Um, I got married and had children right after high school. Back so back. you're pretty popular. Kids. If guys are knocking you up and you're 17. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you, so you're married. You got, now when did you get divorced? Um, four years ago. Four years ago. So you were married for how long? For, we were together five years, married for two of them. All right. And then I have two children. You have two uh, kids with the same guy? Seven, yes. With oh, the so same he, guy. he was like, fuck it, I got to keep you around. <laughs> I had them back to back. They're 15 months apart. Um, now, seven, and when did you start eight training? Eight I started training when my daughter was two. Okay. Um, I got really, really into it. I was training at an MMA gym. I was just trying to get back in shape. Um, I was doing like the, you know, conditioning classes there and saw jujitsu and Decided to go try it and instantly fell in love. And at what? Uh, and what gym was this? Uh, Team Quest. Team Quest. In oh, Temecula. up in, uh, in like in like Temecula. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Now, now did, there's, like, there's a bunch of girls there at the time too. There's like five girls on the team. And any uh, was it uh, Michelle Old? Was she one Michelle, of them? Yep, I got beat up by Michelle for two years. Okay, who else killed? She must have loved that. <laughs> uh, she was like the biggest. Were you in her triangle all the whole time? Were... And she was like laughing and like, Oh yeah. Smashing me with her boobs. Couldn't breathe. Really? Like, I swear to God. Now, was she enjoying this on like a different level or she was actually taking it seriously? <laughs> I, I don't know. Michelle. Cause she said she likes, <laughs> she, 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 Michelle. She, she, said she likes to fart in girls' faces during. Oh break. yeah. She's, she's absolutely ridiculous. I love her though. But, okay. Yeah. She's, all right, Bubba Jenkins partner. just showed up, by the way. Hey, Bubba. What's so, up, what's up? so you were at Team Quest. Now, what, were the guys hitting on you at first? Um, not, not really. I mean, they they don't really. It's kind of unprofessional. Okay. So. Yeah, but that's still MMA gym. I mean, so, yeah, so, yeah. All right. So, so when you were, when you were there, you were there with like Hendo. Yeah. And uh, who else? Uh, Jesse Taylor, Tarek. Uh, God, so Tom. So many, so many people were there. Tom. Yeah. Tom Galicio. Yeah, yeah, Toothless Tom. All those guys were there. there. Yep. Now, what belt do you in jiu-jitsu? I'm a white belt. You're I mean, still a white belt. I don't, I don't train gi, so I've never been promoted. I, I have like a stripe or something. I don't, I don't know. And how many fights have you had? Do you have I've one had fight? one pro fight. And how many amateur fights? Zero. So you went right to pro? Right to pro. And who did, who'd you fight? Uh, I fought this girl named Desiree Bliss. Where? Was it a stripper? Sounds like a stripper. It does sound like <laughs> I don't know what her story is. Uh, it was at Saboba Casino, Gladiator Challenge. This is okay. Small and, and, and you won how? Huh? How did you win? I won by armbar in the second round. Nice. Yeah. Now you tried out for the Ultimate Fighter. No, I didn't try out for I was getting ready to try out, um, I, and I got injured. I tore my abs, and they completely split in half, and I got an umbilical hernia. Now, when I so saw you I like took, a year ago, you were pretty much done with fighting. You, yeah. were, you, you, were, you were bartending. I'm still bartending on the weekends. Bart- the I actually same- work four jobs. What, what, what are these jobs? Um, I coach at a UFC gym and another gym called Long Beach United uh, Boxing Club. And then I still bartend on the weekends. Okay. And then you train, but you are and training train, for a fight now. And I train every day. Yes. And I have my two kids. So yeah, I'm very, very Damn. busy. Seven wow. days a week. And now is, is, is yep. the dad helping with the kids? Yeah. We, we split them half and half. So. Okay. And then you're, are you dating anyone now? Because last time I saw you came to a show <laughs> with some guy 
who, who like, when I saw this oh, guy, I was guy. like, I was like, no, uh, no, man, she doesn't have very high standards. <laughs> I, I was, was I, oh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Guy, I'm like a nice guy. Hear that. Uh, he's a nice guy. Yeah. No, not. She's I'm, like, we're still together. I'm dating yeah. someone else now. Who are you dating? Some guy. Is he, is he a fighter? <laughs> Bubba met him. No, he's not a fighter. He's actually he's a high school wrestling coach. Uh, oh. He grew up in Paul's Fair Days. Oh, nice. So we've there known each go. other for a few years. So he, a lot he, of mutual he, friends. He's a nice guy. He's he's actually he's a cowboy. Like cowboy? legit wears cowboy hat and cowboy boots. So do you wear He's the cowboy gentleman. hat during sex or no? Do I? Yeah. No. Why not? I, he hasn't asked me to. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But if he had asked you, you oh would? Huh? If he had I asked you. Uh, <laughs> started to answer. The uh, word would be dodgeball. No, what are you teaching this? What are you doing, Baba? There's a quick cock block in the interview. All right. The so word would be dodgeball. Ooh. So let me ask you, when you got that call Think, for your is first- that the word? Hold move. on, what's dodgeball? Can we? Dodgeball means I don't want to answer. Oh, thank you. Thank I think you. you just saved my life multiple times. Today. <laughs> no. right, dodgeball. Uh, uh, when you got the call Adam for your first it. pro fight, you had no amateur fights. When you got that call, Nothing. were you like ready to rock or were you apprehensive? I had or? barely been training at all. I'd probably been training like four months total. And I was like, yeah, let's do this. So now you're at the gym with Bubba. Yep. And what, what's it like training with Bubba? Bubba's awesome. I mean, we don't get paired up really he's he's training with the big guys but it's being in the room with Bubba and with the other fighters in there that are does Bubba beat everyone up in the room Bubba's really talented that's not good he needs to be in a room where he doesn't beat everyone up Bubba's very talented he he should be the best guy on all my off rounds I'm usually watching you know him and Emmanuel and nice see Adam what you don't trying know to learn, is trying to see. <laughs> that no matter what you're doing, if you're working to get better or if you are bettering yourself, it doesn't matter if you're beating up on guys or getting beat up. It, it's really about what's between your ears. You can go to a gym and get beat up every day and get beat up on and never get better. Right. And you can go to a gym where it's you and maybe one other person and get tremendously better. So shove that shit up your ass. <laughs> All right. Speaking of getting better, we're going to call a girl right now, Julia Budd. Who uh, she's nine and two. She's from Canada. She's the only girl to defeat Gina Carano in kickboxing, uh, and uh, she's ranked number three in the world at one forty-five. And she's in Bellator. She's with you, Bubba. Nice. But she's a very overlooked, uh, underrated fighter. Like you, you don't hear Julia Budd's name get fucking, and it pisses me off. You're right. You're right. I have heard of her once or twice, but like you said, as far as the big. Big picture goes, she's very. And she's uh, a three in the world, right? I and mean, that's yeah. that's a, that's pretty hard to be in the three in the world in anything. Absolutely, especially fighting. So we're gonna call Julie right now. She's from, she's from Canada too, which I love Canadians. Hello. Hey, Julia Bud, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. You're on the MMA Roasted podcast. It's me, uh, Bubba Jenkins, Tyler Bow, and Shaney Rush. How are you? What's going on? Good. How are you doing? Good, good, good. Are you up in Canada? Yeah, I'm. I'm over in Vancouver Island right now. No, I love Canadians, by the way. I, I I'm, I'm half Canadian. My mom lives in. Uh, she lives in uh, Ontario. Uh, so uh, I love. Oh, nice. Yeah, Canadians are very good people, and I find that the Canadian girls are are usually down to have fun. Am, am I am I right? Yeah, we do. See, I was totally right, and interpret that as you will. Um, <laughs> now, now you are ranked number three in the world at one forty-five. Yeah, you're the third rank girl, but we don't hear your name mentioned a lot. What, what's going on? Um, I'm just waiting right now. Um, I know who I'm fighting. I just don't know the date or the venue yet, but um, I'll be fighting coming up this spring. Are you so, fighting in Bellator? Yeah. Yeah. 
Now, now, I'm, you, fighting, I'm fighting uh, Marlis Kunin. Oh, it's going to be a good fight. Good fight right there. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Good fight. Two, uh, two kickboxers, correct? Yeah. Now, but uh, you're fighting Marlis Kunin. Now, why did you leave Invicta for Bellator? Uh, I was just ready for a change. Um, and uh, Bellator was talking about wanting to promote the 145 division, and I thought it was a good opportunity. Um, and they're continuing to sign good girls to our division, so it should be good. Do you think that, how do you think that they're doing as far as promoting you? I think they could do better. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. People don't even know they have a fucking division. This is ridiculous. Come on, Coker, let's get on this. This is, you got, you got some great. Now, now. But I think we'll be the main events coming up, so it'll be good. It'll, it'll get a lot of promotion this fight, especially because we're um, to the top at our division. And so it'll be a good one coming up. That's good. Have, have they ever offered you Cyborg ever? Not not Bellator, but when you were in Invicta? No, um, they they did. They offered Cyborg, I think, on my last one, the last fight that I fought for them. Um, they gave they didn't offer me her, but they gave my opponent to her. Okay. So I was supposed to fight Fiona. The Fiona, I forget even her last name, Fiona but I was Luck, to fight the Fiona girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And um, then they called me and they said, uh, Cyborg's opponent dropped out. So she's going to be fighting Fiona Maxwell and you have to fight this other girl. So nice. that's what happened. Now, now, would you like to yeah. fight Cyborg? Um, I would. I definitely would. But um, I, my focus is on uh, Kunin coming up because I know, you know, that's going to be my next test. And then after that, um, for sure, if, that, if she came over to Bellator, um, that fight would be want to be interested in now you you, know, you, you now you fought both Gina Carano in kickboxing and then you fought Ronda Rousey in uh in MMA and people always think like who would have mm-hmm. won that fight back in the day common you know people were like oh Ronda would have killed uh would have killed Carano but after seeing Ronda against uh Holly Holm people are going well maybe she wouldn't have killed Carano what are your thoughts who would have won in that in that imaginary super fight between Ronda Rousey and Gina Carano uh, I think Ronda would have still won. Yeah, I think I think that Holly, like Hall, people are acting like Holly was just a boxing, like just a boxer, and she's not. She's been doing kickboxing and MMA for years and years, and I think that just because she's she's so well known for her boxing, they kind of thought that it was she's just a stand up fighter, but she's not. Right, right, right. You know, uh, so she out she out wrestled her too. It wasn't just. It was it was a good fight. So who 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 wins, Tate or Holly? I don't know, Bubba. <laughs> I, you know, I think that I I think Home will win, but um, Tate pulls through. Like she's 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 good, man. She's a survivor. You know, Tate's hungry and yeah, she's, exactly. she wants it. Um, but I I gotta give it to Champ. Um, usually when I don't yeah. when I don't watch them as religiously as like I watch some of the guys, I usually give it to the champ in that aspect because I think it's a little bit more mental on on that side. Like a lot of times I see girls fight, it's the person who's mentally more aggressive, mentally more. I, you know, I don't know how to describe it without like trying to sound sexist or anything, right. but a lot of times it's the more aggressive person who wins, and that's not always the case in in uh, in, in, in mint. Shaney, who do you think wins that fight? Oh man, um, I'm a fan of Misha Tate, but I don't know. <laughs> Holly's a beast, man. They're both beasts. So yeah. I saw Thanks, Holly. Uh, Tyler. 
Uh, I don't know, man. That, all right, you guys a- suck. <laughs> Listen, all right, back to you. I know. I saw I saw Holly Holmes at the um at the MMA awards, and she was jacked. She was jacked. She right? She looked really good. She, I mean, she looks in fight ready shape. I mean, I know they're fighting what March fourth, same night. Yeah, March fifth. Um, and she looks tough. She, well, Julia Bud's pretty jacked too. Your 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 body is insane. Uh, are you single, by the way? <laughs> No, I'm married. Oh, fuck. I mean, I mean that's great. That's great. That's, that's, that's awesome. Uh, now, what, do, what does your husband do? My husband's my trainer. Oh. He fought in UFCs, but now he's retired. Who, who's your husband? Lance Gibson. Lance Gibson? Yeah. Nice. CB, you know who that is? Yeah. All right. All right. There you, you go. What was his record in the UFC? I think just one and one. He fought in Shudo and other organizations after. He's an OG, huh? Yeah. Nice. That's cool. Now, do you guys have crazy fighting sex? Shut up. All right, thanks. That was, yes. <laughs> that, that, was, that was a yes. The, the, the girl here says yes. Nice. That's awesome. By the way, your double leg is insane. I, I watched like five of your fights last uh, night, and you have a great double. I mean, you pick girls. Thank you. She has this thing. She goes against a cage, picks girls up, squats, and just carries them up and just dumps them on their head. That's the way to do you, it. You may have the best double leg in all female MMA. Uh, am, I, am I correct in saying oh, that? Thank you. I mean, what do you think? Thank you. Um, yeah, it's something I work on. But, yeah, no, my wrestling definitely has improved. Well, I mean, you definitely have a probably, uh, by the way, Canadian, you're from Saskatchewan, right? No, uh, British Columbia. Oh, British Columbia. Oh, okay. I was going to say, what's wrong with Saskatchewan? All right. Now, okay. So now your arm, now, the, now you, you fought Ronda Rousey back in the day. She got you in an arm bar. Yeah. Uh, she took yeah. your, your arm was in 12 different directions in that arm bar. How fucked was your arm after that? It was pretty bad. I mean, like, like what? It was pretty bad. I was shooting the staff, but I was stubborn and I wasn't, yeah. I didn't think about the long-term consequence. So it I, took a little while to heal. Yeah. I mean, did, what, did she break it? No, it just dislocated in two different directions. So damn. Now you, a bit to heal. you're a tough, you're a tough chick. You, you, you like kept rolling too. I was, I was, I was like, holy shit. This, <laughs> you kept rolling in different directions. I was I was like rooting yeah. for you. even though I know the fight was going to be over because I watched it on replay I was still rooting for you. Um, uh, <laughs> Thank, and, you. No, Thank you. No, no problem. <laughs> and then your fight with Amanda Nunez that was the first time you've ever been stopped. Uh, how much did that yeah. fight? How much did that fight change your life? It woke me up. I think I just was like, it sucked. I mean, I, I was pretty. Uh, I was in shock afterwards, but it it smartened me up in MMA. Like before that, I just was strictly a Muay Thai fighter. I wasn't doing any wrestling or I wasn't expanding my game at all. And so that was, um, yeah, it was a good kind of wake up call. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a tough fight to watch, but you know, since then you've won six fights in a row. Uh, you've beaten some really, you've beaten some really good girls. I I do feel like you need, you need more promotion because your name should be in the discussion. Your name should be out there. Thank you. Uh, how hard now could, could, uh, could you make 135 or no? I don't, I don't think so. You know what? I might be able to down the road, but right now, like I walk around at 160 pounds. And so the 145 is a nice cut for me. Um, 135 is a, is pretty hard. I've got, I've got down to 140 before and that was really hard, but I mean, with proper dieting and nutrition and everything like that, I probably could. Now we, now we have this young girl here, this, this young, hot 
uh, chick fighter uh, with two kids, um, but she needs some <laughs> guidance in her life. Uh, what advice, Julia, would you give to Shani Rush? Um, does she? Sorry, I'm not. I'm not familiar with her. Have you got, have you fought before? I fought once. Yeah. To, to tell her about the fight. One time. All right, she won. It's oh, yeah, I won. It was three years ago. Um, I took a year off. I've been training consistently now and about to fight soon. Excited. Awesome. Bob, will you teach her how to talk smack? <laughs> I, don't, I don't like well, talking. I'm a nice a, person. I don't like talking smack. Okay, she waited one. I know who she is. I respect her. I'm Put not, some you know steroids I mean. on your voice. Let's go. <laughs> All right, she's 115. What, how, 25. You're I'm 125. I'm going to be fighting at 25. And who are you going to fight for? Do you know? I'm not going to say because I haven't signed it yet. Is it Combat Americante? Can't what? say. I'm, I don't even know what that is, but I'm what? not going <laughs> to. No, they're signing <laughs> all kinds of girls. Deny. I don't it, know. Yeah, it's Combat Americante then. They're signing a bunch of chicks. Uh, Combat Americante. I'm not saying anything until it's signed. But, uh... Back to Julia Bud's yes. advice. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Julia. So, so what advice for you, advice. girl? So she said she's had one fight. She's kind of lost a little bit, she, she, but she, she, she trains very hard. Uh, she likes dating a lot, guys, a little too much. I don't know if I'm she, lost. But, but she's. <laughs> But she's sweet. She's got. She's very attractive. Well, what advice would you be to how to how to make money in this business? How to sell herself? What should she do? Um, I, I don't know. I don't know. I can't really give her, her any advice. I can't. What organization does she fight for? Sorry, I couldn't hear. I can't. I'm. I not. I haven't said oh, anything. This is this closed later. Yeah. 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 Okay. Can't say All anything right. yet. All right. Soon. So, soon. Okay. So after you beat uh, Marlies Conan, who are you calling out? No one. I'm going to be the champ. Oh, good. All right. You're going to be the champ. <laughs> Julia Budd, after that. I'm going to be the champ. All right. I'm going to be the 145 Bellator champ. All right. 145 Bellator champion. You and me nice. both. Yes. You and Bubba. Nice. That's what yes. I'm talking about. You guys would have crazy yes, kids. Exactly. Now, now do, uh, Julia, do you have any kids? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> to the two married people. Do you, do you want any kids? Yes, in the future. In the future, okay. Does, Not soon. All right, so your husband's your trainer. He's your full-time trainer. Do you have to work another job, or is MMA paying the bills? MMA is paying the bills. Nice. All right. All right, cool. Well, listen, you're, you're a very sweet woman. You're, you're jacked. You're fun. Thank you. You're, you're, you're Canadian, okay, which means you're nice. Maybe not, that, maybe not that bright. Okay, listen, you're, you, got, you got a lot of things going on. You're Canadian too. I, it's a, I, so. I will admit I'm not that bright either. All right, so you're super sweet. You got, a, you got an eight-pack. A very lucky husband. This Ralph, what's his name? Ralph Sampson? What's his name? Gibson. Oh, Gibson. Kirk, Kirk Gibson. Oh. Lance All right, Gibson. You, and Kirk, you and Kirk Gibson have some fucking nice kids. All right, oh one, one day. All right, you keep it up to good work, Julia Bud. I am a big, okay, I'm a big guys. fan of yours. Big fan. Bye, Julia. Okay. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks. All right, take care. So sweet, that girl. Yeah, yeah. A lot of the, a lot of the girls wow. are uh, are hard to crack when it comes to your questions. So I can tell you that. <laughs> really? You know, guys are just ones. like guys are just spot. like uh, yeah, whatever. And didn't you know spits out answers without thinking because we very rarely do we think before we talk. And girls are always you know a lot a lot more reserved. So yeah. you know to to. To conversate the way you conversate, aggressive, Adam. I think it would be, be converse, but, but okay, conversate's fine. Yeah, to converse the way you conversate. Yeah, yes, thanks. You know. By the way, it was great seeing you at the award show, man. We had a good time. Yeah, man, I was I was happy you saw me too. Uh, 
<laughs> How funny was Hanato? Yeah, that's why I kind of went with that route. No, Hanato was hilarious, man. You guys should have been there. I can't wait to actually see it on TV um, because, I mean, he had me rolling, man. You gave him a standing ovation. Yeah, I did. Me, me and me, you were the only yeah, ones. I think, I think there was probably three people who stood up. Me, me and you were two of those three. So, you know, the other one was... You know, Probably someone he was joking. So no, yeah. I thought it. I mean, I think the the way people didn't really know who he was or what he was doing, or you know, I thought that was probably one of the funniest parts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we know his background of like who he, who, the character he created. So it was yeah. awesome. I had a great time at the show. And then we went to the after party. It was good seeing your wife. Your wife uh, cleans up well. Damn. I now I, I it's, it's, well, it's, you know, I told chick. you I was gonna have my trophy on, on my shoulder. You and, did. And she Aww. was blazing. She got a booty, man. Jesus yeah, Christ. I mean, I'm black. She's bro squats i'm black <laughs> yes come on now let's not forget that i'm black okay whenever we talk i know that i elocute myself very well but yes. let's not forget i'm black yes i, I, I like I will an never ass forget, I, you like an ass i like that bounce you gotta but <laughs> shaney what, huh? what, what what kind of what features do you like look for in a guy in a guy yeah blackness blackness do you date <laughs> all Sometimes. black guys or no no my my boyfriend is not black. Huh. Well, he's right a cowboy. Of he's a cowboy. You, you can put two and two together. Uh, <laughs> um, what do I look for? Someone, they have to be athletic in some way, shape, or form. That's uh, a must. I mean, I'm fucked. We have to right. work <laughs> all together. <laughs> um, I mean, you have to be intelligent. You have to be funny. Again, you are uh, <laughs> funny. I got, I got one out of three. One out of three. <laughs> driven is very important. Uh, I'm driven, yeah. So let's talk about some of the fights that happened. Johnny Hendricks, you know Whoa. what? Whoa. <laughs> I'll tell you. I, I want to be excited for this. I got to say, you know, with Johnny Hendricks, when... Uh, I had gotten the picture of him the week before of how uh, how he looked. I got a little concerned because he was looked too in shape, too ripped, what? too skinny, what? too thin. And I honestly think that uh, that that he looked weak. And I'm not taking anything from Stephen Thompson. Stephen Thompson's amazing. It's hard guy to fight. Hard guy to to, to, to train for. Wonder probably impossible. Serious. However, I think that Hendricks, you know, either he should go up to 185 mm-hmm. or he's got to do those crazy weight cuts where he comes into the fight at 200 pounds and because he did not look he looked lean but he looked like a bodybuilder as opposed to how he looks looked in college how he looked in his first couple fights well let me I, say dude, something I, first and go, go ahead Tyler Bo I, I was to gonna say, say I, com- I completely disagree I thought from the picture I thought he looked uh phenomenal and I was gonna say that's probably the best as far as weight cut goes, I thought that was the best weight cut he ever looked, but then the worst he ever looked in the cage. And maybe maybe his cut didn't go as well as it looked, but like he uh, he didn't look drawn out. He didn't look gaunt. Like, But in the cage, he looked sluggish. He was hesitant. And I don't know if that has anything to do with his cut or just the fact that Stephen Thompson just put it on him. But like, yeah, he looked... He, he got, looks, to me, he still looks strong. Now, you know, the difference between the way he looked before and the way he looks now, he just looked in shape. And, and as a fighter, that's a good thing. But when you carry that weight around, you also carry that notion in your mind that you have that power, that hip power, that, 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 that little bit of off in your belly and arms and shoulder that he didn't carry into the cage this time. Um, but I do want to say this before I was going to say that. Tyler Bowe messed me up. Remember the time where it was the years of the wrestlers, where all the wrestlers were coming in crushing people, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, like talking about Mark Coleman the years? No, or? no, 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 no. More so like, let's say 10 years ago, you know, where all you know, all the wrestlers were coming in just like crushing the John people. John Fitches and the, yeah, like yeah, those yeah. types of guys, like the Jake Just Steels the type of wrestlers. When everyone, when everyone was like, oh, what's the best discipline? What's the best discipline to have overall? And, and it was basically like out of the, how many, cha- how many championships are there? How many weight classes are there? I would say out of all of those weight classes, 
more than half of them were wrestling champions. Yeah. Even now, I think still are. Like eight out of ten, th- usually yeah. seven out of ten. Yeah, still wrestlers. I think that like karate stance motion kind of thing, that sideways look with the arms kind of flowy instead of tight. I think that's starting to make its way in. Like if you looked at Scoggins, um, yeah, he, he, looked he looked great, and he's got that same kind of motion that Thompson has. And that same kind of motion that McGregor has, that sideways bounce, left, right, left, right, where they're almost not, they're not squared up to you. They're almost basically showing you a hip and a shoulder and a kneecap and an ankle. And they're moving that back and forth, back and forth. I think it's becoming that style of movement where you, where you, mixed martial arts is moving into more of a a good wrestling base but a karate st- style stand up because if you're accurate and you're fast you don't have to be that powerful or you don't have to be you know the Johnny Hendrix of, of, of the stand-up type of game. If you can move with guys where they can't hit you and then you can attack at a drop of a dime with that type of stance, I mean, it's going to give a lot of people problems. And you're seeing that these karate-style guys, not the Machida style because it's a different style, but the Scoggins, Thompson, yeah, are, are and Are we seeing them, though? I mean, because Scoggins was a wrestler. He was a, yep, a state champion. A good wrestler with the with the but, style of But But uh, as far as karate, guys that are strictly karate who have moved into MMA, we're looking at MVP... Uh, we're looking at. Um, He's got that bounce too. We're looking at Wonder Boy. Got that bounce. And then Northcutt, who had just gotten beat pretty bad. Yeah, but it wasn't a uh, stand up. So, I mean, is it a real. Well, and then Conor McGregor, I guess so you could say him. Yeah. So it's, it's like three guys. But I'm just saying it, it's starting to. You're going to see a lot more people start to move and try to em, emulate that. I'm telling you right now. I saw the comparison too with Scoggins and I, I and McGregor's. He, he, he's just unbelievable, but he's got that same stance. But I think guys are starting to see like if you can, if you can get. If you can hit and not get hit, like like the wrestlers tend to be like these wrestler brawler types. Mm-hmm. And even in the past, we've seen the high-level strikers, like guys like Condit up at that level. They're like high-level strikers, but they'll still stand in the pocket and bang, mm-hmm. which is totally different than a guy like Wonderboy who's going to get in, hit his shots, and get out. Yeah, no, it's a tough guy to train for. He's got amazing, these spinning wheel kicks. However, I do believe that was the worst Hendricks I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, that was the yeah. that was the worst version of well, that was not was different. and and I I gotta say this this guy Lou we've had him on the show uh, Lou Trishan uh, but the, the two guys that I know in the UFC that he trained uh, and I'm not putting him down okay and I hope he proves me wrong because he seems like a real fucking nice I don't guy. I want to offend anybody, but I'm, I'm not about to offend somebody. Him, but, <laughs> but but the last two guys he trained. Uh, this uh, that guy and and he could call on him to defend himself. Okay, I would love to have you on. But the guy, the, the first guy, the guy who won the Ultimate Fighter, uh, Psycho, big truck. What's his name? Eddie Gordon. Eddie Gordon Man, he's looked good. amazing I'm physically. Psycho, that is. But his last fight, he looked sluggish and weaker than he's ever looked. And now Johnny Hendricks looks amazing physically, but was the worst I've seen. Well, I think once I'm he not put it together, blaming, though, I'm not blaming Lou. Okay, yeah. but but he has guys looking great. But not necessarily fighting great. These two guys, and, and I'm yeah. sure Lou will tell me there's, there's 500 other guys that. But not out there. only that, like like Hendrick said after the interview, and I kind of understood him when he was like, you know, this is a new start for me. This is, you know, in the beginning of a new mindset, a new training, a new everything. Everything's new. You know, the old way was his habits of how he could conduct himself and how he can come in and be successful. Now he's trying everything new. He's getting out of his comfort zone, and therefore the comfortability of in being in the cage isn't the same. So he has some mental. Yeah, but this is this isn't practice, though, man. You're in the action. Yeah, people, yeah. So, people I mean, are he's paying eight hundred dollars to come see you, right? But he's it's, got the ability now. What you're not going to see Johnny Hendricks's next fight. You know what I mean? Everyone's going to tune in for that. But uh, people aren't going to pay a thousand dollars to see it. I mean, fuck, yeah, what's the I name? Mean, to he's be not the champ bucks, anymore. Or CB paid eight hundred bucks for tickets. 
Okay. Yeah, but that was before he knew that Johnny Hendricks was even the main event. Okay. I mean, we're talking about what it was and what it turned out to be. Yes, but okay, I understand. But it's just, I but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> I'm a Johnny Hendricks fan. Right. We he just did not see him he, again. He didn't look, but also training camp. He left yeah. Team Takedown because he got involved in a situation where, from, from what I know, allegedly he was having to pay them a lot of money because they were like dividing everyone's everyone's pay. Everyone's pay. What's that? 50% of his money went to everybody else. So that was the team takedown rule. One yeah, for all, all hell for yeah. one. Listen, they I'm so, leaving like too. They had like a, so all the guys at the team takedown would... <laughs> what you talking about? I'm out. <laughs> what are you talking about? You going to get 50% of my shit? So, You're only bringing $500 to the table? Shit, nigga, be peace. So that's I'm what I heard. Out. That's what I understood. That basically him, Jared Rochelle, the other guys team takedown, they were being financed by the, the, the guy in charge. They were being put up, but they all split their earnings. Nope. So Johnny's bringing in 90% of the earnings. Nope. Eventually he's like, fuck this. I ain't going to do it. So he leaves, but he doesn't leave and go to the Black Zillions. He doesn't go to American Top Team. He doesn't go to AKA. He doesn't go to your gym, the body shop. He goes and hires his own boxing coach. Mm-hmm. He brings in his own thing and he trains with a wrestling team. And that's not the way to train for Steven Thompson. I'm sorry. You, you, you can't. It's one thing if you're training for Mike, you know, Mike Pierce or a guy yeah. who's, who we've seen similar things. You don't train for that guy by bringing in your own people. Yeah, he looked bad and he lost. But that's hindsight. What if he had won? Then what were you saying? Well, he fucked up my parlay. Because, <laughs> because I, had, I had a six-fight parlay. Now we're getting to the I had, a fucking, I had a six-fight parlay going to that last fucking fight, dude. And I had won five of them. I had won five fights going into that fucking parlay. And then he He's fucking, so mad about that. No, that's, now, this is the root of no, your No, that's evil. not the root, okay? There's no, a lot this of is reasons, it. No, okay? we're, seeing, we're seeing why so you're so fucking pissed off. fucking owes me money, okay? <laughs> fucking, no. No, I like I like the guy Lou. I even like the wrong Lou that we talked to. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying that. Uh, I don't, I, I, Psycho, uh, get over here for a sec. What's your uh, opinion on the fight? Thompson. Yeah. Um. All right. Thanks, Psycho. <laughs> no, um, Hendricks. I mean, he came out. He was kind of bobbing and weaving in terms of what you're talking about with Lou Giordano. I, I saw Johnny on Tuesday. He was 173 and a half, which is unbelievable for him because usually he's light. 180, 182. <clears throat> he actually went to bed, I think, uh, Wednesday night at like 168, and then he woke up at 171. He wasn't doing his normal cut. Um, in terms of Thompson, Thompson's a different breed of a fighter. Yep. Thompson was bouncing he's gonna around. Make, wait, wait, he's he's going to make a lot of people. telling me he was two pounds under three days before the fight? Uh, two days, two days That's before a terrible before. weight cut. Yeah. Um, Thompson was bobbing no, around. No, I agree. Around. I agree with that. He's also, he's never faced a guy like Thompson. Thompson fights you sideways. It's really weird to get in. He was trying to throw. Hendricks was trying to throw like punches. I said that or anything, but go ahead. And he just, I don't know. He didn't seem all there, but like he was backing up against Thompson. When have you seen Hendricks back up? Well, he can't figure shit out. That's exactly. going to be anybody. Exactly, which is which I agree with your yeah, point. Thompson's, he didn't bring in the right Thompson's guys. Got, listen, Thompson's going to put it on Robbie Lawler the same way he put but it on But if Hendricks Thompson. comes in at 200 pounds like he usually does, Gains 30 pounds overweight, all right? And he's going in for those takedowns, and he's going up against the cage. That's a different Hendricks. Than- yeah, no. When you hold your weight like that, and I can tell you from experience, being light is one thing, but being under and too light and, and holding your weight for more than 48 hours at, at, the, at the actual weight class isn't a good thing to do. It's not. You, in, in hindsight, you're thinking, oh, yeah, you, you, know, you want to be uh, you know, nice and ready to go and have something to eat before. Bullshit. 
bullshit. I call it bullshit only because you got to have that little bit of edge. Like, oh, I need that last workout to come and, and be on weight, sit on weight. You should only be, I mean, me personally, I, I, my mindset is you should only be on weight the actual weight class, step on weight, five or six hours, and then you don't go, you think that if, if if Hendrix comes in at one ninety, one ninety five, like he usually does, it's a different fight, and he has to drop twenty five pounds. No, no, like he he he, it's a terrible. What I'm saying is kind of terrible. Oh, you're saying after he weighs, uh, in, he weighs and then in, comes into the comes cage. in a cage at one ninety five against Wonder Boy, it's a different fight. No, I I don't I don't agree with that only because Wonder Boy's movement it, that that whole fight was about movement. It didn't have nothing to do with the power or the strength or the size or Johnny Hendricks. It was about the movement. Of you don't Thompson. so you think Johnny you think, Hendricks you, didn't lose that fight? Thompson won it. I disagree. Right. I I you don't think that Hendricks comes at uh, Hendricks uh, uh, Hendricks at his best? It's a better fight. You think every version of Hendricks loses in one round? Every version of Jobs, Stephen Thompson? No, but I think he still loses. I don't think he loses in one round. But I think he loses. CB? It's tough to call, but I think, and I wasn't giving Thompson the win to, from the get-go, but the way he came in and just controlled it, I think he beats him 9 out of 10. May not be the first round, but... Stephen Thompson. Yeah. Okay. Shaney, did you watch the fights? No, I was so upset I had to work. I, I honestly, I miss Bartender so many fights because I have to work, and it, it sucks. So, I'll, yeah, I, mm. I miss a lot. Okay, but you know what? The pictures that you posted... Of you in yesterday in your gear, you of you Working? wearing a referee. Oh uh, yeah! Oh my god! I had to break up a huge fight in the bathroom. What happened between like ten girls and? <laughs> Wait, what? what? What happened? I was I was in my referee. I was I was bartending. I was working. Yeah. There's a huge brawl in the women's bathroom. Yep. Huge brawl and. Uh, all the bartenders are like, Shaney, 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 go, 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 go. So I'm pushing through people, like running, go in there. And I'm like, wait, I, I had a whistle. <laughs> I swear to God, it's a true story. Because I'm dressed up as a referee. I like whistle really hard. I'm like, stop, stop. Then the actual bouncer gets there and everyone's like, whoa, whoa, Shaney, go back to the bar. Because some of the girls are like shoving me a little bit. I'm not, I'm not going to touch them. But they all got worried and they're like, no, go back to the bar or whatever. Why were these girls fighting? I, who knows? Why do girls well, fight? I mean, it was actually why girls the fight. It's the were getting thing their ever. ass whooped, <laughs> and some of these girls were Panther fans. Yeah, was, I don't know, but I could just ridiculous. imagine Shane coming in the bathroom, just kicking bitches in the chest like this. I, it took everything I had not to. One of the girls got in my face and like shoved. Were there punches being thrown? There was weaves being thrown. Yeah, weaves, so. <laughs> weaves, weaves. Oh, wow, you know, you know, white people was, don't know what it was. It was all it white was girls fighting, or it black was all girls? black girls. All black girls were fighting, and yeah. one and one. <laughs> yeah, one girl got tiny, and on. one tiny, yeah. tiny uh, black guy. One black guy was, was in the like flaming gay. He was in the, the middle of all of it. Why was he in the girls' bathroom? Oh, no, and he didn't. got right in my face, called me the b word. I was like, see, that's when you take out your phone. This tall compared to me. That's when you take out your phone and yell, "World star." You should. No, no, I didn't even have my phone. You know what? Shani is one of the nicest and most unassuming persons. Like when when you see her, she just, oh, this is you know, nice little white girl, little skinny compete, you know. And then she puts on her gear and starts to go live. She will whip your ass in the middle of a bar, straight up kick you in your face. And the reason half the time we don't go and she's like oh we never get paired up is because i don't go with shaney because she doesn't have like a a, a, a back it up button you know oh, what really? i mean she goes, she goes too hard she goes she goes Yikes. hard right and she kicks very well you know what i mean so it me being you know a bellator contender fighter if she kicks me in my head in front of all these guys now i gotta go hit her with a body shot and it, <laughs> and, and, you know, it and happens. Now, now we gotta now now we're now i'm scrapping and instead of you know trying to work with her but at your working pace, she's going to kick your face off. Right. So you have to go up to that level and then, then you start to smash her. So you don't want that as, as competitors in the, in the room. So I just watch her kick the shit out of all these other guys. 
I, hey, I get dropped too. No, it's good. I, I love watching <laughs> you know? Shaney go with the younger guys because it's she's fine. just kicking them in. Hold on one sec. We have a call in. No, 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 no. Let's uh, let's because that's gonna fuck up everything. Tell them next week. Tell them, hey man, really sorry, but we'll get you next week. You screwed up, bro. Brodini. Broseph. Because, uh, Brody wrote the belt. Right? I mean, because then. Brody. That's my son's name. Brody. <laughs> shake. Matt, Matt, because we, 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 we have the press conference at one, in five minutes. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah he, misses, he misses calling. Well, we called him 10 minutes late still. We called him three times. Yeah. We're going to run through the rest of these fights on. Yes, yeah, so run through the rest of the fights. All right, cool. Also, all right. Now, other fights that happened this week. Uh, Roy Nelson. Uh,. You know, people got upset. <laughs> you were sleeping. People were upset about the Nelson fight, <laughs> but it seemed like um, who did he fight? Uh, Rochelle just was scared to get hit. He was so scared of the power, which I don't blame him. I'd be scared too. My man yeah. didn't. He didn't defend. He ran. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was backing up the whole. I don't know if you yeah. could blame Nelson for the bad fight. You know, you can't blame Nelson because he wanted to get it. He's one of my favorite fighters. Yeah, he's he's very entertaining and he he comes to get it. Now, without people are like, well, why don't you just run at him kind of thing? You know, you can't be dumb. You just got to. He was stalking him, but he didn't want to chase him. And that's smart. But if a guy's running, then, you know. He fought very smart. It was like, it's like wrestling someone who's stalling. Yeah. Completely. I mean, any good guy. Yeah. Any good guys can, can stall their ass off, especially if they're a decent enough wrestler. This is the same kind of case. If you're a decent enough fighter you can stall the fight out and 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 as bad as it looked for Rose Schalt, it gave him the best opportunity to win yeah you know what I mean because you can say what you want and he sits there and does what the crowd wants him to do he doesn't see round three and if uh if big country does what the crowd wants him to do he makes the fight a little bit sloppier and and he doesn't come out as clean as a win as as you would expect oh why do you struggle with Rochelle because he turned it into a fight that he's not used to you know what I mean so there was that bittersweet but it doesn't make for a crowd pleaser but as a fighter it's just like well both of these guys are implementing their game plan and now we go to the scorecards but I thought Rochelle would use his wrestling more I mean he was a division one national champion right yeah he was Uh, was, I think he was a two-time so I mean, he didn't wrestle like one. He didn't fight like one. He, he, I mean, I understand why you, you don't see that him. belly on country. You get under <laughs> that, bro. You, you might not be getting up. <laughs> like Michelle, that, that looks like a a, a a falling bridge. If you're gonna double leg that, you're just gonna get crushed under a bridge. But you could single and turn quarters. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know. Yeah. He definitely didn't. He, he, could, was definitely, he could have done more. He could, I mean, he lost the fight and it wasn't close. He looked like thing. a guy that was dropped in sparring two days before. Mm-hmm. And was like, fuck it, my chin's not holding up right yeah. now. So I do not want to get it tested. He looked gun shy a little bit. For uh, sure. I was happy for Mike Pyle. Yeah. Mike Pyle won. We love having Pyle on the show. He looked great. He, at 41 years old. I mean, dude, he's a beast. Happy oh. for him. Justin Scoggins looked great. Ray Borg is not an easy guy to fight. Uh, Scoggins looked well, great. I thought he, he was the fighter of the night. If yeah. We, if we're doing, uh, other than Thompson, obviously. But Scoggins, man, and he was saying, I don't know who I got to talk to. Don't put me on the bench no more. I want to fight the champ. I want to fight guy. I mean, and and I and I know Scott gets and he's a little firecracker. Like, you know, no pun intended. He's he he's fun to watch. He's a personality man. On <laughs> yeah, uh, he's in the cage outside. He was he, funny on the press conference. Yeah, right? I love that. Uh, Markovsky versus Benavidez. Speed kills. Benavidez is probably the second fastest guy in the division. Uh, it was. I thought it was a pretty good fight though. I thought Zach held his own. But no, he, you don't think he, he had, held his own? He had think. a couple of he had a couple of good takedowns and some some you know picked him up and dumped him. But then Benavides is right back up. I think know? he just got ran through. Really? Only because there he if you look in his eyes and you watch the fight, 
the whole time it was just like surviving. CB disagrees. I, CB, he's, come on, he call just, here. He just CB's tr- making a face behind you. He's like, I, I he, can understand it now. He's lighting know? a fire. He's about to. He's murdering a, a pigeon right now. What, what's going on? Uh, in my opinion, I feel like uh, I know Benavidez landed a lot more strikes, but I think uh, Scoggins, uh, not Scoggins, Mikowski with the takedowns. Um, I thought Mikowski won twenty nine twenty eight. I could have seen whoa, it go. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> you thought that Benavidez <laughs> lost this fight? He was there. I thought. I don't give a damn if he was in the cage as a referee. <laughs> he didn't see what we, what the rest of the world saw. Yeah, Obviously, it was I, a, a unanimous decision. So, like, you're one of the only yeah. judges. You know what? It, I thought Mikowski might have won 29-28, but I will say stop. I don't think Benavidez won all three rounds. Stop. Stop it. Okay, you can go have your seats. I go, <laughs> how do you do it, Adam? All right, Psycho, that's it. Right, however you cut him off, do it. Push that button right now because I know, and I respect everyone's opinion because everyone sees fights differently. Everyone has a different bias in their mind. And, you know, a lot of times you just try to open up and see what, what, what the two fighters entertain you with. But I just thought Benavides was walking through everything other than the takedown. He, he, he did he give take up. Down, but, he didn't, but he didn't hold him down. He took him down, didn't do any damage. So it's like... Yeah, it's not a takedown competition. It's a fight. But it, it does count in in the other guy's um, favor. The takedown was really nice. Um, the the one where he lifted. Yeah, and, yeah, he had good doubles. Good, good takedowns. But that to me, that was the only thing that he could muster other than being on the defense. I mean, he really didn't land any good punches. He didn't land any other than those two takedowns that Look, I saw. If, the guy, if, if you get outstruck two to one, you're not winning the fight. I mean, uh, it was ugly. So uh, the Mickey Gall... Uh, Mike Jackson fight. I didn't see that. Uh, it was on Fight Pass. The fight lasted 40 seconds. Here's what, look, Mickey Gall looked great. He hit him once. Jackson went down. Fight was over. But then Michael Jackson, I, I know you're committed to your job. <laughs> he then goes back to press row and starts and starts calling the fights again. Like, I guess he has like a website. He's like part of the press. So he, he goes hey, in bro. there. He gets knocked out in 44 seconds and then goes back to work. Comment like on, on the other fights. Yes. It's like and he he asked uh, he asked uh, Mickey Gall a question at the post fight press conference. Really? Did you see that? Yeah, no, he was in the crowd. He, yeah, he was in the press uh, in the media row, and he asked <laughs> Mickey Gall a question. Well, and, listen, some of us are just happy to be there, <laughs> and you know you got to feed that you got to you got to feed the fam. Wow, what can. was the question? So uh, I think he asked him. What was it like punching me in the face? Uh, it, no, I think he asked him just like if if his uh, if he thought uh, the the the. <laughs> The whole experience of, of the being in the big show, if that like uh, was what he expected or something like that. It was- I think he's confused. Uh, so what he's like, he did, that is the strangest thing I've ever seen in my first. I mean, imagine you go to a fight, you get knocked out, then you go press conference. And you, why don't you just ask him a question Listen, after he beats you up? Like, it does. Why don't he just take over? Uh, you, you know how Brian Stan's job. You know how bosses are. Maybe his boss was like, "Listen, I know it's a big night. You got to fight, but you're still on the you're still on the team." Look, kid. He showed a hell of a job of professionalism. Okay, no matter what the stakes were, my man. Was was at the mic doing his job, okay? So his job now, was to oh, win the fight. His job no, his was to job last was, more than a his round. His job was to show up, all right? And show he, up. He yes. showed up. I mean, but come on, man. I You, you could take hey, a day off work. Not everybody is fighter ready. Not everybody his is His job is his website. Not all fighters are fighters. You get what I'm saying? Some people are just there to be there and say that they were there. Not all fighters are fighters. He's the only guy to become a fighter so he can become a reporter. I've never heard of that before. Hey, See, this is what I think is, is funny. You need a stage. Is, you need all, a stage. There's all this. There's all this shit talk about uh, around Sage Northcutt, and maybe it has to do with his pay and stuff. But then, like, I didn't see any buzz on. Like, I saw people talking a little bit of shit about Mike Jackson, but here's a guy who uh, made his pro debut in the UFC, and guys aren't 
slamming him like this is i could see why a lot of fighters out there who have a solid amateur record would be frustrated at a situation like this oh yeah but, ben askren being the bellator champion hello, olympian yeah. wrestler fucking 13 15 and 0 he can't make it to the ufc but the, the guy who's asking questions in the press row gets to fight i mean that's yeah. kind of insane i can't wait john morgan's gonna have a fight coming up i'm really excited <laughs> to see that uh, He's got to cut some weight. Yeah. Uh, okay, I like John Morgan. Um, but yeah, that is crazy. Anyway, we're going to have a press conference right now with your boy, EJ Brooks. Yay, yay! He, he's back on the show. He lost his last fight. I, uh, I, I, I think he missed weight, too. Uh, yeah, but this time he's got a fight. He's fighting an undefeated fighter. Shit. Yeah, we're going to talk to him right What's now. What's up, Tyler? I was going to ask, the, uh, we didn't talk about the Misha Serkinov fight. Uh... The dude proposed weigh in, got his jaw, and then broken. got snapped on. Yo, his, yikes! His jaw, I could hear it. It was bad. You're gonna talk about that. That's just say, Oh no, you won't be able to do what you're supposed to do tonight. <laughs> EJ, what's up? Hey, EJ Brooks, how's it going, man? You're on the MA Roasted podcast. What's going on, man? You How are you? Oh, happy, happy to have you back. You're here with your uh, former training partner, Bubba Jenkins. Uh, That's my dude. A hot ass white chick who's a fighter, Shaney Rush. <laughs> hey, what's up? And even a hotter white dude, Tyler Bow. It's uh, uh, it's a good. Thank you. How are you, man? So what's going on, EJ? Oh, everything good, man. You said you got a hot chick there, man. Why are we not doing a video podcast? I, uh, doing, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get him to do it's video. Baby podcast. steps, baby, baby steps. We're we're moving up in the world later in life. Yes, yes, yes. Now uh, you're coming off a loss, Jason the Valley. Uh, did you not make weight for that fight? No, nah, man, I, I didn't. Uh, I shouldn't even fault, man, to be honest. That was just... Uh, I don't even want to talk about that. I mean, I will if I have to. Just, <laughs> what, what happened? Well, um, See, what had yeah, happened was... <laughs> yeah, you know hey, you know how black folks be. Yeah. No, uh, um, nah, uh, seriously, though, um, I actually popped up a staph infection on my arm Damn. The weekend before the fight, and I uh, got on antibiotics and oh no, against against um, doctors' uh, advice, I tried to fight. You know, and honestly, it was one of those situations where um, it wasn't a surprise that I wasn't gonna make weight. So like, people were like, "Oh, you didn't make weight." I mean, I kind of told the promoters like, "Hey, I don't think I'm gonna be able to make weight. I'm on antibiotics. I'm still trying to fight." And they pretty much told me I didn't have to fight if I didn't want to. But, you know, I was kind of overconfident in the sense of, like, I just felt like... It was the press conference. I know. I know. It was all that shit talking during the press conference. You're like, yo, I got to show up and fight. I know I know the pressure, man. I feel you. And not even just that. Like, yeah, it was that. And then I really believe that even if I wasn't 100%, I could just walk through this dude. Yeah. And then... <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I, now, I heard you got docked ten percent of your purse for not missing weight, which cost you four dollars. Is that true? I know. I'm just fucking with you. Now, uh, it seemed like the fight against Jason in the Valley, though, you just couldn't get it started. Uh, was there something mentally or physically you just weren't you weren't there? Or? Oh, it was. It was definitely all physically, like. Uh, I went in there, I had a pretty decent warm-up, and then uh, within the first two minutes, I mean, because I pressured the right back. Like, I mean, if you watch the fight, it's on MMA core. I mean, for the first, like, minute and a half, two minutes, 
I'm pretty much dominating. I mean, I'm not like beating them up or anything, but I'm dominating. And then I just felt like this kind of like cold rush, like hit my body. And it was like, I was like immediately zapped, you know, yeah. and it was just like, like I didn't have a hard weight cut. Like I stopped at 160, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't like I, I killed myself to make weight because I didn't make weight, <laughs> you know? So it was just one of those things where, you know, I think I overestimated my ability to perform when I got in there. Has that ever happened and to you, Bubba? Like, oh, yeah. I know exactly what he went through. Um, you know, especially <laughs> being a, a first round, you're feeling great, you can have a shutout, but it all leads up to the preparation. If you don't know, you know, the difference between how you are normally and then the difference between having antibiotics, antibiotics kill you for at least seven to eight days after after you take your first antibiotic pill. So, I mean, to, to have that leading up to the fight, I mean, no matter if you took it on a, a Thursday before and you fight the next Sunday, you're going to feel resistant residual effects to that to that antibiotic and i commend them Dude, for was, still stepping in there because you're not the same at all i don't care what your mind's telling you your body ain't gonna do what you wanted to do on so when i stopped taking antibiotics i stopped taking them the day before weigh-ins jesus yeah. man well listen ej man we you're a great fighter okay you're a top-notch fighter you're a division one wrestler and you've lost five out of six fights but well first of all i mean the johnny case fight you won but they gave it to the other guy but you're so much better than your record because you're taking fights on one day notice. You're fighting on antibiotics. You're having sex on the way to the octagon. Uh, you you got to start fucking, you got to start taking care of yourself, man. Hey, man. Hey. Oh, man. Uh, you saw my sex before the match. You don't even know how true that is. But, uh, how true is it? Tell us. Nah, my manager might be listening. <laughs> but um, no, I, I def, I'm, I'm feeling you, man. It, that last one was supposed to be an easy one too because he was not on my level, and I just made him go out there and look like an all star. I mean, honestly, that was a point in time in the fight. Well, a couple of times in the fight where um, I was holding him in a clinch, and I had like no energy, and I was thinking to myself, I was like. Man, this guy sucks. I can't move. I can, bar- I, can, I can barely stand up, and he can't even finish me. Yeah. You know, and I was just like, I was like, if, I'm at, if I was actually fighting a pretty good fighter, I would be done because I can barely walk. Right. You know, like there were times I was just stand- I was I was surprising myself. I was like, dude, how am I making it through this fight? And then in the third period. I mean, I said third period, like it's a wrestling match. In the third round, <laughs> I almost caught him in submission that if I had enough strength, I probably would have finished him. So it was just a frustrating fight, man. Hey, man, it happens, it happens, it happens. The past is the past. You're fighting Ben Egley, who's 7-0. Uh, and 0. Uh, He's making his uh, tight, he's a Titan FC fighter. You're fighting him March 4th. What's your plan against this guy? Oh, well, first I'm going to pray to God and just hope that he just is done making an example out of me. I guess I did something wrong in the past, right? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah. No, you got the Job story going. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> something happened to you. Yeah. Like, I'm like, man, like, I just got the worst luck. But yeah, maybe, EJ, maybe EJ, you're a teacher. You're a school teacher. Okay, you banged tons of chicks at Mizzou. You went, you wrestled for D1. You're, you're now a professional fighter. You're, you're having, you're, you're living out your passion. And you're helping people. There are a lot of worse things you could be doing with your life. Yeah, like losing, and that's what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> life 
been good. You know, I, I think I got the trick now, okay? My high school coach told me once, he said, you can't be on top at all three things. And he said, it's, it's women, it's your grades, and it's your sports career. So right now it would be my teaching job, my fighting career, and my dating life as far as hooking up with a lot of chicks. But right now I only got one girl, so... I'm not really doing that great as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't ride so, two horses, man. Can't ride two horses. Well, unless you know, you're... Uh... Work is good, you know. I got one girl, so I guess... Now it's time to get back on top of things with fighting, you know, so... Let's do it. Let's no, do that's it. That's a great analogy your coach gave you. Great analogy. That's That that speaks to a lot of different people in a lot of different ways. What, did you can't be great at everything? That's terrible. No, no. It, well, he's saying... No, and it, but it makes sense, though. It, it might be a, a terrible thing to say to someone, like, no, you can't be great at everything, but if it, it puts you in perspective, okay? You have your grades, like he was saying, and then you can say it's women, but it's actually your party life, your social life, how, how much you care about that, and then it's your career. When I started becoming really good at, at wrestling and a really good partier, my grades suffered. I, I was not, I was barely eligible to, to wrestle. And then when I was like, okay, let me get my grades up, and, and I was still a really good wrestler, I wasn't partying as much. I wasn't, you know, getting as much ass. And then when I started getting more ass and my grades were good, I started struggling with my weight cuts. My wrestling wasn't up to par to where it needed to be. So you eventually have to get off of one of the horses, get off of your, the mindset of, oh, I can do it all. I can, because you're going to spread yourself thin. And you're just going to be mediocre at a bunch of stuff instead of great at one or two things. That's where it speaks to you in a lot of different ways, Adam. All right, all right, all right, all right. Thank you, Bubba. Okay, we are going to call. <laughs> we are going to call your opponent. Got to drop knowledge on this guy uh, sometimes. Ben Egley, who uh, is wrestling a wrestler. He's wrestling a wrestler. He's undefeated. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get a press conference going here. I know it's gonna be good. We're gonna, oh, we got EJ on the line. It's gonna be good. We're gonna get interest for the fight. You already know. Yes, Titan FC. Are, are, you, are you gonna watch Titan FC? Do you have fight pass? Yep. Really? Um, Hi, this is ben. Be. Hey, Ben. How's it going? This is Adam Hunter. Uh, you're in the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Bubba Jenkins, Shaney Rush, Tyler Bow, and your future opponent, EJ Brooks. How are you, man? Right on. Good. Hey, thanks for having me on. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Right uh, on, right on. Now, you are undefeated in fighting. Uh, what's, your, what's your background? Yeah, so uh, my, my big background coming to MMA was uh, wrestling. Did that in junior high and high school, and I'd always thought, oh, it'd be, it'd be fun to try MMA one day. So I came, I came to MMA with a wrestling background. Um, kind of had a little bit of jiu-jitsu skills. It's kind of from watching uh, you know, old fights and things like that. And then, um, I really, I really took to MMA in general, um, you know, started training my striking a lot cause I had never really done that before. Started learning how to box. Um, you know, um, but yeah, I would say most people would think of me as a grappler. Really like, uh, really like jujitsu a lot. Uh, most of my wins are by submission and things like that. So that's what most people would know me. Now, where as. do you, where do you train out of? Uh, yes, that's a, that's a good, that's a, uh, long story. So I'll keep it short. So I, uh, I'm a Gracie Technics affiliate. Um, I do most of my training out of the CrossFit gym that I work at. So I have practice partners and things like that, that come to my gym to train with me. I have, uh, jujitsu students and then I have, uh, other training partners from other gyms. So if any of that makes sense, I'm a Gracie Technics fighter. I bounce around a little bit, but, but I do the majority of my training at where I work. But why not? But where, uh, where is that? Uh, it's in uh, Tigard, Oregon. Nice. South of Portland. Nice. Did you yeah. wrestle in college too or no? 
I did not. I continued to wrestle. Like uh, we, I went to Oregon State University, and um, there was some intramural wrestling, and I took kind of like a term of uh, uh, basically a wrestling PE class. So I continued to grapple once my official wrestling kind of career was over, um, but nothing. Uh, I thought about walking on to the Oregon State wrestling team, um, and then my senior year didn't pan out like I wanted. So I said, oh, I'll take a little break, and then a year of uh, not being in organized um, contact sports or martial arts drove me crazy, so I, that's when I jumped into MMA. Gotcha. Now you you have a record of 7-0. and uh, You're just running through everybody, but only one guy that you beat has a winning record. And uh, that record was three and two. So he has a good agent. So you have you have a great agent. You're fighting. You're fighting EJ Brooks. Uh, what do you know about EJ Brooks? Uh, yeah, you know the. Thank goodness for the internet now and everything like that. Um, you know, seeing seeing some of his fights and and things like that. Um, uh, tough guy. You know, he was on a roll. Um, He's fought a lot of tough people. Um, he's gone the distance quite a few times, so I, I'm, I'm expecting a you know a tough a tough fight. And why are you going to beat EJ? Why am I going to? Yeah, that's a, yeah. So um, you know, I think they have a lot of things working in my favor. Um, you know, all all of my opponents have been finished. I'm always looking to win. You know, by a stoppage of some kind. I'm always. Um, you know, controlling the uh, controlling the center of the cage. I I've got a significant height and reach advantage for this fight, and then uh, just like every fight, I've been training my butt off. So um, I expect good things. EJ, he's talking a lot of shit right now. Are Absolutely. You, are, are you gonna take this? Oh boy. <laughs> are you gonna take this? Saying he usually stops people. He ain't gonna be nothing different with EJ. Usually he's stopping people. EJ, come on. Uh, now, why are you gonna beat him? Like, I don't know if I'm gonna beat him, man. I could have sworn he said he do CrossFit. Oh my god, bro, I'm done. So you're not I'm like, man, dude. I man, I got a club fitness membership, man. I, I can't deal with that, man. So you're so, so you're not impressed by his CrossFit abilities? I'm, I'm highly impressed, man. I can't. Let him fight. You know what he can do in five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, man, that boy said, cross it. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, he was dead serious. He said, he said, he said, hey, what, what are you training? That boy said, well, I, I bring people to my CrossFit gym. And, you know, <laughs> 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 ben, he's I like this dude. Hey, I like this guy, man. He's he cracking me up, man. You should host Adam Show, man. He's funny. Ben, so EJ is not impressed by your CrossFit abilities. Anything that you'd like to say? Hey, you know, I mean, that's that's all right. Uh, I know uh, CrossFit. Uh, Sometimes get the bad rap about stuff. You know, CrossFit is in is important in my training, but uh, obviously MMA and specific MMA training is the most important thing. Um, you know, so you know, strength and conditioning is something I always focus on uh, a lot. You know, I don't just do bicep curls in the mirror. I I do a lot of uh, a lot of other things. You know, in that time, but uh, you know, mm. EJ. That's, uh, 
EJ? I, I don't know, man. He's still, he's still, he's still laughing about the <laughs> I got emotion, man. I, I, I really, I really do. And I mean, gosh. Where do you see the fight going, EJ? How, I mean, how how are you going to okay, uh, okay. combat his wrestling uh, abilities? All right, all right. Because he was the interim wrestling champion. Uh, I, uh, I mean, I was only a Division One wrestler. <laughs> So he's gonna control the cage. He's obviously gonna take me down. He's gonna have a significant height and reach advantage. Uh, but more guys with winning records than I have. Uh, now, EJ, I've been pretty much just. What's up, now? now, EJ, there's a lot. Is there a lot of pressure you've used to like win this fight, though? I mean, this guy. This. I mean, it seems like you. You kind of need to win here. Is this? Is he back against a wall here? Uh, I would say my back is always against the wall. I've been against the wall the last six fights. <laughs> no, um, I wouldn't say there's any more added pressure to win this fight than any other fight. Uh, like I said, man, as long as I come in healthy and, you know, have the capacity to use my God-given talent, I don't see me having a problem with this fight. Like I said, I, I respect all my opponents when I go out there, all jokes aside. But he ain't fought nothing like me. He ain't seen nothing like me. He ain't trained with nothing like me. And if he's smart, he better call Jason Ovelli and ask him how he really feel about that fight. Right. You know, because, I mean... EJ, what what, what, uh, what gym are you training out of for this fight? Uh, St. Charles MMA and American Top Team. Nice. Oh, so you going to Florida for this? No, I train at uh, Tyrus Gym out here in St. Louis. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Tyron Woodley. Now, um, now, is there? A, I mean, is there? Now, would you like to kind of like beat a guy who's seven and zero, has a lot of, who's starting to kind of, you know, would you like to be his first loss? Is that is that something you're looking forward to? Oh yeah, most definitely. That's that's anybody, you know. And I mean, like I said no person. The funny thing is, Ben seems like a nice guy, you know. I mean, but this is a business, and unfortunately, I. Want to beat the shit out of him, Shaney? Any, anything you like to say, Shaney? <laughs> Dodgeball. Dodge <laughs> What's up? So, uh, well, yeah, he's uh, he is correct. I am uh, I am a nice guy, uh, and it is a, it is a business. And uh, you know, when the cage door closes, you know, we we can high five or whatever after. But yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna fight each other and. Then maybe do a CrossFit workout after. Now, 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 Ben. Now, Ben, you're. I mean, look. If you finish EJ, which is a very hard to think to do, not many people finish EJ. Uh, how how far away do you think you are from making the big show, making the UFC, making the Bellator, kind of getting to that? Yeah, you know, we we feel like we've been close for a long time, and and um, I think you said you might have said seven and zero on accident. I am six and zero, so six and zero. I don't okay. want to pump myself up too much, so. Um, but yeah, we feel like we've been close for a long time. We were excited about Titan coming to us and, and signing a four fight deal with them. Um, you know, you got to kind of take it one side at a time, but, um, you know, I think with, with a, with a good win here and then one more, I, I can't be, I can't be too far off. Yeah. Are you, um, are you married? Do you have a girlfriend? Yeah, I'm married and I've uh, got a, a four and a half year old son. With a mistress on the side. Congratulations. So how many, how many times a day are you training? 
you know, most days it's two. Every once in a while, there's three, um, three in a day. But um, I'm usually trying to get one solid day uh, of rest in there. But it's uh, pretty much a minimum of two of two a day, and you know, back and forth between, um, you know, grappling, striking, crossfit workouts, more grappling, more striking. Um, you know, so I'm trying to mix it up, you know, getting, be in the best shape I can be and keeping all my skills really sharp. Ben, I heard you jump camps recently to CrossFit from P90X. Do you, <laughs> do you think that's going to affect you in this fight? Well, I was, you know, we'll see. Uh, before P90X, I was doing, uh, I was doing eight minute buns and thighs <laughs> and you know, that seemed to be working. I got some great definition and some good toning, um, P90X was tough, but uh, I think CrossFit's the way to go. Now, word on the street is that Oregon girls don't shave their badges. Is that any truth to that? Uh, you know, they're doing a lot better at it, from what I hear. Again, I've been married for I've been married for a while, so um, you know that was yeah. ten or fifteen years ago. I would say that was um, a stereotype that was probably more true. But I think you know we're, we're catching on. Oregon's pretty uh, progressive and cutting edge, so. Um, even though people think that still, we still live in covered wagons and stuff like that. We, we do have electricity out here. Uh, we got TV, running water, all that good stuff. So EJ, any comments on that? That's, that's, that's unfortunate because man, I was really looking forward to some post-fight action. You know, I like, I like my girl's vagina. Like I like my president. Light skin and no bush. <laughs> wow. <laughs> awesome. That's a good one. Sh- I think you can find that. Here. I think you can find that. Shaney, are you shaved? Or are you, uh, how do you like your... It's a pet. Jeez. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Fucking dodgeball. My kids have Google. I'm, They're old enough to use the internet. I mean, they don't need to be hearing about their mommy like that. Oh, come on. I'm what? serious. They need to be hearing about their... They'll be scarred. I want to hear about their mommy like that. Yeah. First of all, you're... I'm disappointed. You've been out here the whole time. You ain't talking to me. Do you know what my nickname is? What's wrong with you? What's your nickname? EJ, no, no one's heard the nickname. What's the nickname? What, what, uh, what's your nickname? Oh, she know what it is. It's Pretty Boy. What's up, man? What's up? <laughs> oh, that. Oh, hey. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> what do you mean your kid? Your kids Bubba. are one day gonna uh, have to shave their. Bubba. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You better tell her about me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will inform her about how my man Brooks gets down. Really? Brooks. <laughs> Brooks tags the town. He he paints the city red. Really? Nice. You paint the city red. I don't even know what that Sounds means. Terrifying. <laughs> I'm terrifying. Sounds like you're a blood. Uh, <laughs> nice. All right. Well, listen, this this has been a very heated press conference. Uh, EJ. Oh, yeah, words. Uh, uh, ben, so you think you're going to stop EJ in one round? You know, I, I don't ever expect to win in the first round. It, it, it happens uh, pretty often. Uh, I always train for the fight to go the whole distance, but, um, you know, I, I'm known for getting the stoppage, whether it takes one minute or, you know, 14 minutes. So, you know, I'm going to go out there and press the action and, and look for look for a win, and I don't want to leave it in the judges' hands. EJ? Uh, <laughs> I think I will win by a three-round uh, three dry hump. <laughs> nice. So you're gonna just take him down and just grind him out. Yep. I have excellent dry hump. I have excellent dry hump defense. 
Whoa. He said, that ain't going to happen. Like a teenage girl. That ain't going to happen. Are your fight shorts made out of denim? (laughs) You better, hey, you better ask my eighth grade girlfriend about my job. Eighth grade. Wow. All right. R. Kelly's on the phone now. All right. So. (laughs) Back when I was in eighth grade. Oh, back when. Okay. okay, Specify. You have to specify things. You're in a lot of trouble. I thought all of a sudden we have, all of a sudden we're talking to Tyga. Wow. So. Oh, man. Well, tripping. This, tripping. this is going to be a great fight. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, thank you both you guys. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, EJ. March you. 4th, Fight Pass, Titan FC. I'm going to tune in. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Take, take care. That press conference is brought to you by Decipher. Book Decipher for long term today and use the code ROASTED for 10% off all services. And again, go to decipher.com and use the code ROASTED today. DI-cipher.com. They help me with my mental coaching. I tell you what, they, they're really good over there with the fact that they help you push on the buttons that you need to push to be successful. It's, I mean, it's a no brainer for me. I love it. I love it. I love it. Also, uh, tip a fighter. Listen, fighters are underpaid. It is bullshit, okay? I hate the fact that, like, I have fighters every day calling me up asking for money. I have guys saying, hey, man, can I borrow 10 bucks? I, 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 I borrowed 20 bucks from you the other day, man. Yes, he, he borrowed 20 bucks from me. Yes, so, uh, <laughs> so listen, go to uh, tipafighter.com. Fighters, join Tip a Fighter. You're in the octagon anyway. You're in the cage anyway. Marnus will make some more money. Baba, thoughts on the press conference? EJ's hilarious. He, he, the way he answers his question. Now, sometimes it may, if you don't understand his sarcasm, oh. you might think that he definitely count himself out. Uh, no, no, no. Quite, I don't agree. I it's be. quite the opposite. Yeah. Um, but I, I wish I could see the fight. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll slowly be taking someone's lunch money, so I, I won't be able to tune in, but I'll probably, you know, hit you up and, and ask you about it after my... Well, what do you think based wins. on the press conference of the fight? The other guy sounds really confident, sounds really smart. Like he, you know, he he has a game plan. And all jokes aside, CrossFit, I mean, it's no different than circuit training in a sense. Yeah. So it, I mean, when you're when you're in MMA uh, training, a lot of times we do strength and conditioning. You do a lot of circuit stuff. So the fact that he's CrossFit training all the time definitely means he's in good shape and he's got a you know a wrestler in good shape is a is a real big problem to deal with and and chocolate that melts is not not usually the best recipe to go against that do you think that is there a fear that ej's lost too much lately he's uh, that he's okay with losing versus like you know there is a fear of that 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 can definitely be the case i don't know that if that's the case in ej's uh, perspective because you know a, a person like EJ is always confident that the next win is coming yeah. you know what I mean That, but if it gets grindy and grimy in the third round late and stuff like that and it's just like well you know it's just another way of I've been here before like you said it, it, it comes to his mind it, the dig deep and fight out of a bad situation already losing is, is not usually in the, in the mindset of someone who's lost 5 out of 6 Shani based on the press conference who do you have Oh man, um, I I don't hurt anyone's feelings, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna go with Pretty Boy. Pretty Boy, the black guy, because uh-huh. he's, he's, he's funnier. Uh, no. Um, now, how long you went with this new boyfriend for? Oh, very new. The cowboy. Very very new. We're brand new. Uh, what's brand new? Like um, a month. Oh okay. And how, I, how I many... mean, we've been seeing each other for a little while, but like mm. it's official. 
official yeah nice so you're not seeing anyone else to down no, you uh not at all okay all right cool. i'm loyal loyal to this guy and then who do you think for this fight to this guy not to all the rest of them based on the <laughs> press conference i call i call it a draw i'm gonna i'm gonna go for uh ben uh i mean he's six and oh uh and i know we were joking about the crossfit but like you said it's circuit training uh he's got a solid record and uh as an oregon guy i, I like to ro- root for the hometown boy so um he went to oregon state i went to university of oregon um but uh which is that naturally rivals but yeah yeah but yeah. you know what i'm gonna root for the hometown boy like i said he's six and oh and uh he's got some momentum coming in so i think he gets it yeah I, I don't know but he's only beaten one guy with a winning record and that record was three and two so it's not like he's a world beater no but it's you know you know it's a step up in competition and there's a difference i think so i think there's something to be said for momentum and uh you know and not momentum by the way at the <laughs> ma awards conor mcgregor he he did the, he won uh he didn't he didn't show up but he he won fighter of the year and he which made, is understandable that he didn't show up but I mean. he made this speech that at the end it came on like he made it from his phone I think while he was driving live via his Lamborghini and he was talking so much shit uh, calling I'm about to feed you bums <laughs> yeah I'm gonna feed you bums and Verdum's the pussy someone's gotta take care of you guys oh god it was really really funny I mean yeah. Yeah, when but, does that come on TV uh, it so, comes on Friday on this Friday yeah. Oh, uh, on Fox Sports too. I mean, pe- pe- I think people were like laughing, but at the same time, the fighters were like kind of annoyed because he called them all bums, and he's like, "I'm sick of carrying you bums." But oh. people were laughing. I mean, what did you think of the, the car response that was there? Motherfucker, won't talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I thought it, I thought it was a mixed emotion type of uh, um, reaction because, like you said, they were laughing because. Even when Connor is serious, he he says some funny things. Yeah. You know what I mean. Even if it may piss you off, it's still kind of funny. And it's funny that like his mindset even goes to there. That's how confident he is. Um, but on another on another stage, you know, knowing that he'll never fight the heavyweight. Yeah. And knowing that he will get smashed by even the tenth ranked heavyweight. But he was no. But as far as him saying to guys, listen to UFC. I'm sick of feeding you all you bums. Yeah. I'm sick of carrying you guys. Start picking it up. Uh, this all I'm carrying this whole organization on my on my shoulder, and people the fighters were like laughing because it was funny. At the same time, it's like he's calling them bombs. At the same time, he is is winning, so you can't knock success, and he's winning quick. Yeah, I mean knocking out Aldo in what 15 seconds or whatever it was. I mean nobody's done that, not even close. I heard uh, I heard when John uh, Jones saw that he was pretty upset because Connor's got a valid license and registration. Oh, that's funny. And all that Ooh. stuff. So so Jones Cormier has been announced right for April. <laughs> Uh, April, uh, I don't know who wins that rematch. I mean, I, I mean, Cormier is more active. Jones has got to be like 240 right now. So he's got to lose 35 pounds of muscle. Uh, he hasn't been active. Cormier has. Uh, he's had all these distractions. At the same time, Corm- Jones has did win the first one and has that mental advantage of knowing he beat him the first time. I think Cormier is going to be a smarter fighter, less emotional fighter. And I want to see what a relaxed Cormier can do against John Jones. Especially when you have the recipe of already having taste of cookies in a sense. You know, he's already known what John's going to bring to the table for the first time. And, and John, too, especially since he got the win. But the guy who usually gets the win almost, in a sense, feels like he doesn't have to do anything different. Now, he, being the champion that 
he is, he probably will adjust some things and, and make it a little bit harder for Cormier. But Cormier knows he has to throw out the whole game plan of what he had last time. Maybe f- stick with some things that worked for him, but throw out a lot, of, throw out basic, basically most of the fight and, and come at him a, a different way. And I think that kind of gives you the edge, especially you're a little bit hungrier. So you're picking you Cormier? are currently the champ. I, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Whoa, don't, don't do that. <laughs> You're just putting words in my mouth. Let's hear Cycle's I'm, perspective. I'm, I'm picking Cormier. I'm, I'm DC all day, man. I You're like picking him. Cormier? I like him as a fighter. I like him as a person. I got, I got a root for DC. I got John Jones in this one. <laughs> and he drops the mic. Really? Yeah, and uh, I also don't know if you guys know, but there's another title fight on that card. Who? Demetrius Johnson versus Henry Cejudo. Really? I do know that. Oh, wow. I do That's know a good that. fight. That is a good fight. They, you got two Olympians listen, in the main I'm event. Listen, I'm going with the upset of Cejudo over Johnson. So am I. Yes, they made that Saturday night, right? I'm, I'm going with that also. I think Cejudo over Johnson. Uh, as far as Cormier over Jones... Give me some time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm right there with you because I, I got to see these press conferences. I got to I gotta be, we got to be like a week out. And then the podcast a week out before that, I'll give you guys my pick. But I still got to see more than, you know. I got to watch the UFC embedded. In the yeah, 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 yeah. I, told, uh, I was talking to Cruz this week and I told Cruz that I definitely picked him after I saw the, the uh, embedded. embedded. Shaney, Jones, Cormier. Uh, that's tough. Uh, I, I love the way Jones fights. Um, but I mean, with the the press on him, he's not that great of a role model. So I don't want to say him, but you know. All right, Tyler. Like, <laughs> like I said, I like DC. I, I cannot deny John Jones's skill as a fighter, his dominance. That's not even what I'm talking about. I'm saying I like DC. I want to see him get the win here. I'm, I'm the same way. I have a hard time uh, backing guys and rooting guys if I don't, uh, if I, I don't like him outside the cage, yeah. and um, I know I, I I also believe in second chances and forgiveness, but it's not second chances; it's third chances and fourth chances. And uh, I like DC. I mean, he's a he's a great yeah. fighter. When I, you when you hit a girl in a car and you run away from the scene of an accident, the girl happened to be pregnant. That's just you know. Did you see the news though? He just, just got he just got pulled over you again. again. So it might be a probation violation. Just like this happened. So, what? It was ruled this Okay. Well, he got caught, he got pulled over speeding. Didn't have license or registration on him, and they were gonna see if it wasn't a probation violation. Which is you're saying it's not. It was ruled uh, not a probation violation. Okay. They still. Still. How many times do just like dude like it's like I don't know this I don't know, this is a get weird an comparison. Uber driver. What? Get an Uber driver. Something. Well, or get have Here's a something. license and registration. It's yeah. like I, this is maybe a weird comparison, but remember when Ti got caught with guns? It's like, dude, you can have them, but you got to have a license. He had like seventy five guns, it. though. Yeah, I don't I know understand. if you can really compare that to the, not having a license, but <laughs> I, I do understand what you're saying. Uh, Jones, get your shit together. You're you're the it's best fighter mistake, in the world. Point. You're the best, and I and I yeah. do think that Jones actually, so you know, I think he has a lot of great qualities. I'm sure a lot of people that met John Jones think he's a great guy. I mean, a lot of those things probably were part of his probation. Okay, but however, you know, look. He, 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 there have been some things that he's done really good, but he's such a good fighter. He's robbing the fans of, of seeing the best fighter in the world at his prime. And because of selfish, immature, and horrible things. I mean, cocaine, you want to do cocaine? I'm not even sure if, you, if that, I think it's a horrible drug. I'm not into cocaine. You want to do it? That's not even the worst. It's when you hit a pregnant chick and flee the scene of the accident. I don't know if he knew she was pregnant, but whatever. Yeah. That's just fucking, like, that's being a coward. I've hit a lot of people in my car, character. and I've never fucking got up and run, okay? 
I, 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 you know, I've, well, I've gotten a car accident. You got to just be a man. You got to just fucking, you, you do the, you fuck up. You just, you take responsibility for oh, your no. actions. As a guy who knows both of them personally and spent some, some quality time with each of them, with Cormier, I did, um, you know, a training camp preparing for the junior world championships out there in Colorado back before he started MMA. And I know him ate lunch with him talk with him all the time you know and then i did the ultimate fighter show with bones jones we spent seven weeks in vegas and i at that time i was his driver <laughs> so <laughs> i had to drive him around and go places and stuff and to me now jones has done some immature things because he's still young you know yeah. a lot of people yeah. forget that jones is 26 years old it's not that young it's not, but relatively compared to everyone else doing the things that they're doing and having the power and money that John has, the the two is not good for a mix of maturity. You know what I mean? Like it, it's not that young, but it also, I mean, he's been the champ and the man since he was 22 years old with those type of eyes on him kind of thing. So you're right. It is not that young relatively in everyday life when, you know, you only have six grand in the bank, but when you have, 30 million in the bank and you're 25 and your brothers are in the NFL and you have all these people looking at you left and right, you know, to get pulled over without a license is not the biggest thing in the world unless you're John Jones and you just had violations like he's had. Yeah. So the, the mix of those things combining with the fact that he is as great as he is, it really puts a microscope on the small things that he does. And, and there's some big things that he does that is obviously like, you can't do that. I don't care who you are kind of type of situation, but knowing them both off the, out of the cage, they're both good guys. Now, like, you know, John has his problems with, you know, some things, but he'll take a picture with you. He'll laugh with you. He'll joke with you. He, you might not even know him and he, he can, give you some some a resonance of oh man that guy's really cool i want to hang out with that guy and cormier as well he's not the the bougie type to you know i'm the champion get in line before you shake my hand kind of thing they're both good guys um so i i can't really say oh well one guy's more role modelly than the other because i've had my my mix-ups with cormier right. more than i had with john jones you know so it's a it's a definitely when I take when I look at the fight, I take that part out of it because I know him personally, both outside of the cage, and and I can't implement who's going to be better in the cage because of who they are as role models outside. CB, have you ever met John Jones? And uh, and what was your experience like with John? Uh, the first experience was at the MMA Awards back when they were at the Hard Rock, and uh, he wasn't too friendly. Uh, but I met him again after 184. He was cool, and then he was at the Fit Expo at the Convention Center a few weeks ago. And he was really awesome to all his fans. Even before signing, he was running around giving everybody high fives, joking around, choking some people for like photos and stuff. And he was, he's, he's nice. All right, cool. Well, there, there you go. There you have it. So listen, people, um, I want to thank our sponsors, uh, Decipher. Listen, uh, they fighters. Decipher has recently raised the bar for management professional sports. Their firm represents fighters, assisting with contract negotiations, public relations, managing your fan base, and obtaining sponsorship. Everything you need taken care of while training for your next fight. Not only do they provide next-level comprehensive management and support, but they allow you to keep more money than any other agent or manager out there while offering one-on-one mental coaching to keep you primed for success. So check them out. Decipher.com. Also, tip a fighter. Fighters are underpaid, okay? It's a problem. 
it's a real problem when you got guys who are ranked number four or five, eight in the world, and they're Uber drivers, okay? Or chicks or bouncers, or Shaney Rush has to work four jobs and wear cowboy hats during sex, okay? So, this <laughs> hey, is. I never said that. That's she, never happened. Okay, she can't even afford a razor to shave. All right, so, <laughs> listen. Go to tipafighter.com. They will take care of you. Tipafighter.com, okay? Usually, fighters, you can get paid. We can pay fighters for fighting, okay? You like the way someone fights? Throw them money. Throw them cash. Tell okay? your favorite fighters, too. A lot of these fighters aren't knowing that their fans want to help them out and show them the support that they have. So, you know, you got to tell your favorite fighter. I'm actually in the process of redoing my profile page on there, making it real exciting. So, I'm, uh, you know, you guys tune in to tipperfighter.com to, to look at the updates in our, in our profiles. We're going to start, you know, making highlights and stuff like that. It's going to be tight. Gonna I be love real it. Tight. I love it. So, uh... Next week, I will, this Friday night, I will be at the Dirty at 30 uh, Comedy Club. Uh, what casino is it? It's at the, uh, hang on a sec, South Point. At the South Point Casino. Uh, this Friday night, 1230, Dirty at 30. Uh, Wednesday night, I'm at the Hollywood Improv. Also, this Thursday, if you're in L.A., me, Bubba, Tyler, and Greg Wilson are doing a MMA Roasted Live at the Improv. Six to seven. MMA Roasted Live at the Improv. Come down. It's free. There's drinks. Okay? You can meet Bubba. Grab his ass if you're guys. He loves that. He loves it when guys hug him. Okay, grab his cock. Okay, Bubba (laughs) loves it when random guys grab his cock. Okay, so definitely check that out. Uh, Anything coming up, Bubba? Um, Besides defending myself (laughs) 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 on Thursday. Man, I'm just excited. I'm super pumped about my March 4th fight. Um... Uh, I'm not going to say that the winner gets the title because they have not told me that, but we're the next two guys up. You know, uh, Gaiotti is ranked number three in the world at 145 in, in Bellator. So, you know, to beat him, it, it would be really big. So I, I'm focused, man. Um, we're less than 30 days out. Um, you can see the cotton mouth starting to dribble in as my lips get chapped as hell. But, you know, the weight's coming down well. The conditioning is amazing. Ah, I'm just, you can find me in your local sauna or hot tub or on the internet watching Gaio Tiamuji. Nice. And Shane, what do you have coming up? I can't, I can't say. Awesome. Where can people find you on, on the internet? Oh, uh, you can follow me on Instagram and <laughs> it's Shaney Smash. Shaney Smash. Yeah. Shaney That's Smash. basically where you can find me on Okay. There, and so. Tyler, what do you got coming up? Uh, I'm looking forward to the live podcast Thursday. I'm going to be out in Erie, Pennsylvania doing a college gig at uh, oh, Penn gosh. State Berend. Uh, I've done that gig. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Uh, The temperature for the forecast is high of nine. So Mm. that's going to be fun. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's my weekend. Uh, Then we'll just be back at it. Also, hit up CB Gold on Twitter. CB Gold, CB the Grenade, right? Instagram, CB the Grenade. He will uh, answer any of your MMA questions. He's very bored. Okay, so He's hit him good, up. good, man. Uh, but he knows everything about Psycho fighting. Psycho has an index in his head that goes the size of the Great Wall of China. He's, He's the rain man of fighting. He knows exactly what's up. Yeah, people on the underground, are, there's, there's a thread going, CB Gold, you're like one of us. Uh, come join us. Did you, did you uh, respond to that? I tried to. Don't sign with them. Be original. You're on your own. You're your own man, CB Gold. You're your own man. All right. Team roasted. Well, thank you guys so much. Uh, next week, we're going to have Matt Schnell. Uh, he couldn't come on today because uh, of the phone. And then next week, we also have Chaz Skelly. And I think we're going to have Wonderboy on next week. 
So we're going to talk yay, to him. Yay. So thank you guys so much and have a great week. And thank you, Sideshow Network. You guys are the best. <laughs>